everyone and welcome to the Something With Tea podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steph. Hi Steph, it's Charlotte. Welcome to the Something With Tea podcast. Indeed, it is episode 10. <laughs> Double digits. How have we got to this point? It's a miracle. <laughs> but I thank uh, any of our listeners who've been with us from episode one. And if this is the first episode you're catching of the Something With Tea podcast, then please go back and check out the other ones because you can they're on spotify and itunes and everywhere good podcasts are so um welcome how are you doing steph the full moon's stressing me out <laughs> the full moon is stressing you out okay yeah well i feel a lot of energy around the full moon and this week has been really hectic yeah. i've got re- really hectic energy agreed and everything's just been a complete disaster <laughs> <laughs> no completely agree Mm. And everyone else I've spoken to has been like, this week's just been hectic. It's been awful. You know, and I agree. I blame the moon. But, <laughs> but, but the moon, the sun. We've seen the sun this week in England. We're in, yeah. I'm in Dorset. You're not in Dorset, you're in Hampshire? I'm Berkshire. Berkshire. Royal County of Berkshire, don't you know? Berkshire. So in Berkshire, have you had the sun as well in Berkshire? We have. It's been absolutely lovely. It's a bit colder today, but on Saturday it was just absolutely beautiful. It was warm. I didn't have to wear a coat. I was outside all day. It was lovely. I think I remember spotting on your Instagram account that you had a barbecue. <laughs> um, so it was my partner's birthday and obviously there's not much oh. you can do because of um social distancing and that but i figured mm. we could sit socially distanced in camp chairs around a fire pit so mm. i bought a fire pit and i bought mm. a load of food we're just gonna sit in the garden with some music some cups of tea and just do that all day and we literally did that until about 10 in the morning just constantly stoking this fire and it was lovely it was warm it was great that's so romantic <laughs> all i could think of to do <laughs> He's a very introverted human, so just just sitting quietly all day was his dream. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess I've been feeling kind of hectic. I don't know, I've, I've been trying to get a lot done and nothing's really happening. I think sometimes the more you try to do, the less, <laughs> the less you get done. I don't know. I feel very disorganised this week. Mood. Oh, I know, it's gorgeous. And I wore some more cheerful clothes, I think, because of the sun coming out. And um, just seeing the spring flowers in my garden. Yeah, is, we've um, got them all poking through as well as um, snowdrops. Really beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I had, I have crocuses yeah. and daffodils and primroses in my garden at the moment. So it's nice to see signs of spring. I think it, it gives a positive feel. I think the government's announcement in the UK with the lockdown easing in stages um, has lifted people's moods as well. Children will be going back to school on the 8th of March yeah. in the UK. That feels like a necessary step. I think it's really hard to have kids at home for now what it's been three months they've been at home nearly. So <laughs> all of December because of Christmas holidays, January and February. So it's a long time for them to be at home. Yeah. I think parents are pulling the hair out. I know I'm tearing my hair. It's a struggle. They need other children. Children need to be we're social creatures, human beings. Yeah. My children don't even have the virtual spaces that I have they don't meet online like I'm meeting you and I'm having a conversation. They don't do that. So they're totally isolated. Luckily, this lockdown has brought them some closeness with each other. I have two boys and they're six and nine and they are started to communicate much better with each other and enjoying each other's company, which is a real positive. It is because I never had anyone to play with when I was a kid. <laughs> no, we've established that. Neither <laughs> no. of us did. So it's, it's really nice to see my children um, 
playing together. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard, I think it can be hard to be an only child. I don't know how if you, if you're a parent of an only child, how your only child is coping. But it was an odd one when I was a kid, being um, on my own and not having friends to play with throughout the summer holidays. I just had to entertain myself a lot, a lot of the time. No, I was completely the same. But now I do like my own personal space because of that. I need a lot of alone time. See, I I can do with about two hours of alone time, and then I start getting squirrely. Mm-hmm. And um, the only time I ever go out is occasionally I will go into my office, mm-hmm. but that's like maybe once every two three weeks. Mm-hmm. And weekly, I will go on a socially distanced walk with my best friend. Mm-hmm. And that's literally it. That's all I go outside. I mean, it's good for my petrol consumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, planet's, <laughs> like planet it, is benefiting from less people traveling, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just losing my mind mm-hmm. a little bit because I, I like hugging my friends. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I'll yeah, put my hand yeah. on their shoulder like when I'm talking to them, like things like that. Yeah. I just, I miss actual interaction with with people. I miss hugs. Yeah, I miss <laughs> hugs too. I like your mug, Steph. Tell them it's more about the mug you're drinking from. We're both drinking tea today. Hooray. Sweet tea. We're we both sugar. drinking tea. I've got one sugar. With sugar. I have one. Mm. I don't normally, but my God, I needed energy today. No, it's nice. A, a tea with a sugar is a bit of comfort it every is. now and again. Not all the time. Not every cup of tea I make. No. But every now and again, a spoon of sugar in my tea is giving me a pause, a relaxation. It's really nice. I'll, I'll tell you about my... Um, tea ceremony in a minute but I really want to hear more about your mug what does your mug say Steph (laughs) my mug is an I heart NY mug that that I got in the airport in New York yay with the darling woman that I'm speaking to right now (laughs) I had a mug I got a mug and I love New York mug and I think I gave it to someone as a gift well I gave one as a gift one to my mum one just for myself and I was going to give one to my dad but oh he passed um, away (laughs) He passed away whilst I was in New York, so that's really sad. Yeah, that was but. hard. That was a that was a tough thing to go through, but such a surreal thing to go through. I mean, we had that really surreal mm. experience. Do you remember with the with the um on the day he passed away, what we were doing? Do you remember? If my calculations are correct, the exact time that he passed, we were in Macy's. Oh wow, trying on trying on clothes. <laughs> yeah, trying on clothes. <laughs> But then we went to the um, the Empire State Building just after that. But yeah, no, I remember us like wandering around in the New York night. Yeah. And um, we saw a sign for a psychic and we were going to go in. But then we... We, we chickened out. of <laughs> We chickened out. But like, imagine if we had. Yeah, that would have been weird. How weird would that have been? It gives me the creeps thinking about it. Can you? I, I, I'm really curious to know... Yeah, if we'd have gone said. in, would they have would they have known that your father had passed away that afternoon? I know. I'm I'm genuinely really curious. I kind of wish we'd done it. <laughs> yeah. Weird. That was mental. Weird. But we would we wouldn't have had as much fun in New York. Oh if no, like I found out straight away. I'm actually very glad that I didn't find out straight away. Because we were having such a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that was really, that was a lot of fun. I hope we do get to go back. When we're big and this podcast has millions of listeners, we can do like a feature. Ever Charlotte do New York. There's a new film out called, is it called Steph and Barb, Star and Barb? Have you seen a trailer for this film? No, it's I like haven't. two women in their 50s who decide to go on holiday to Spain and um, what happens to them? It looked quite funny, but then I looked on it and it's like they want fifteen ninety nine to rent it on um, um, at the moment. So I thought fifteen ninety nine—that's quite a lot. Oh, I'll wait no. till it's five ninety nine. 
Yeah. <laughs> Cheapskates. I'll wait a few months. But anyway, I'm glad to see your New York mug. I think our listeners would like I to see we too. Do. We need to take I more pictures do. from yeah. Well, at least I posted my butterfly progress. You did. That was beautiful. Thank you for posting. Just an update. So... If our listeners don't know and didn't listen to last week's, um, I've started my weird hobby of setting dead butterflies. <laughs> and um, I tried setting the larger one of the two and its wing snapped off. So that was just oh. fantastic. So I glued it back on. Um, then um, after like a week of letting it dry, I picked it up with some tweezers. The tweezers went straight through another one of the wings. So that was even even more perfect. And then, um, and then I bought a frame... I don't know why I thought this would work, but I put them in the frame, turned it around, and the entire bodies were just completely crushed to dust. So I removed the bodies and just kind of arranged them, kind of the wings kind of smushed together, and they keep moving. Oh. Um, they kept moving every time I tried oh. to get them perfect. So bugger it, how, how they are now is how they're staying. Ah, okay. <laughs> Not a completely successful adventure then. No. Not very successful. But you're learning for the next time. <laughs> I am learning for the next time, and I've got eight more in my little pack, so I'll try it, but then I will get a proper, like, shadow box style of frame so I don't completely crush them. That's a good idea. <laughs> it's interesting. When you when you start new hobbies, I always get so excited, probably like you did with the butterflies, yeah. and getting excited with the beads, that I got all these beads, and I started beading, then I realised, oh, I haven't got that tool that I need and I haven't got the correct wire and I and I ne now need to buy yeah this special clasp thing and I was like why haven't I got all the things that I need already <laughs> like all the enthusiasm and all of the bees but not all of the bits that I need now I need yeah. someone to put them and it's like oh my goodness this is a bit of effort <laughs> but I am enjoying I've, I've made a few things now a few bracelets a couple of necklaces and I've posted some things to friends family great because I don't want to collect a lot of jewellery that I'm not going to wear. I'll make maybe pieces that I will wear. But the idea is I'm enjoying the making of the things, yeah. like the actual knitting or crocheting yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. It's repetitive. I actually knit myself a hat the other day. Did you? Yeah. We were on like a group chat on a platform called Discord. And we were actually playing Dungeons and Dragons because mm. we're nerds. Yes, nice. And, um, <laughs> and um, it's a relatively new thing. And um, I just knitted myself a hat during this whole session, put it on at the end and was like, hat. Well, I want to see the hat. Show, show us the <laughs> Unfortunately, hat. it's upstairs. Not now. I like my hat. You can take pictures of you in the hat. I would want take to it. see you in the it, hat. It's very boring. It's just a, a black hat <laughs> <laughs> with chunky wool. I want to see it. <laughs> so talking about apps, you said Discord. I think I've heard of that. It's like a chat yeah. group, a little bit like WhatsApp, Telegram. Yeah. Kind of. It's it's basically mm. you can make shared call spaces mm -hmm. where you can either call like we're doing now or, or video chat, but you can have loads and loads of people and it's free and it's got lots of cool features. But I think a lot of my friends use it for um, gaming because you can link the screens. Oh, right. It yeah. goes over my head, to be completely honest. I literally mm -hmm. just use it to chat to people. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's interesting how, how mm. apps come and go and whether they work or not. I downloaded Telegram so I could be connected to the Cassia's, uh, Cassia. The yeah, Nets, me uh, too. Group. So that's useful for that. But and I've seen loads of people have joined up to Telegram, like because I keep getting notifications, this yeah. friend's joined Telegram, this person's joined Telegram. Well, great. It's like nobody, I'm actually not communicating with anyone on Telegram except for no. these um, large groups for Gagara Good Reform School. School. And now I joined her mistress 
monthly club. Oh, what's that? Once a month, there's a call Ooh. and you get a mission. I, I'm interested. You get a mission. Oh, I'm really, inter- I'm really interested in that. <laughs> you get a mission at the beginning of the month. Two weeks later, there's an update call. Oh, I'd love to join that. It's a lot of fun. I joined. Oh, I'd love to join that. I, I've been missing my cash effects. But I missed the first call because I was just having such a hectic day. And then I kind of let it slide. I didn't watch the replay very quickly. And it was only like coming towards the mid-month catch-up call that I watched the replay. And then I was like, what on earth are they doing? (laughs) They had this mission to take pauses. That was the mission throughout the month. Like every day or every other day or when you feel the, the need, take a pause, reflect on what you know to be true right now. That was the prompt. What I know to be true right now is that I've just drunk some tea. Or what I know to be true right now is my leg's gone to sleep. I've got pins and needles. Or what I know what I know to be true right now is that um, <laughs> I love the spring. I don't know, whatever it is. Yeah. What, like Just having that moment to pause and consider something that yeah. you know to be true for you, that moment. Because when we're talking about levels of knowing and yeah. feeling, like things that you know and things that you feel are different. Anyway, so it was this whole conversation. I really, I liked it, but I, as I said, I was a bit distracted, so I didn't really yeah. get into it. So I'm looking forward to the call, which is happening tomorrow. Oh, I need to sign up for it today. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow night. And then there'll be a new mission for March. Oh yeah, I definitely, can you send me this link? I will send you a link, but the, but our listeners, if they listen to this on Tuesday, will have missed it. So you'll have a whole month to decide whether you're interested in yes. this or not. The idea is you get a mission at the beginning of the month and then you can participate in a Telegram group throughout the month to see how you're progressing yeah. with this um, activity and then an update call Absolutely. in the middle of the month. And Cassia just hosts the call. But a lot of people participate. A lot of people who are members of this group get a chance to to voice how they're feeling. It's very much female empowerment. There's a lot of empowerment through this group. And I think things like that for me are really breaking down barriers of assumptions that you make assumptions about people and who they are very quickly without really knowing anything about them it's very nice to see how the women are being so honest in it and it it makes you really think about other people and how everybody has their own stories and lives and differences we need to give people a break like we (laughs) we need to not be so suspicious maybe around people's motives and 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 stuff everyone's carrying a lot of baggage and um we're all doing the best we can with what we have i think yeah but um yes so the the mistress month i can't remember what it's called now mistress monthly club or something like that yeah and um on cassia biniac's website maybe i'll do a quick blog post about it so i'm looking forward to that amazing and her book comes out on the 10th oh yeah is it the 10th or the 8th I thought it was the 10th. The 8th or 10th, but yes, we'll also leave a link to that in a blog post because that is, I've bought the book. Have you bought the book? Yep, me too. I've bought the book. I'm so excited. I'm excited. I am so excited. (laughs) Bless you. I've never connected so much with what someone has to say than her. I find it so interesting. Me too. I'm doing a course from eCornell about um, women in business and it talks a lot about um, mm-hmm. some of the same things that Kasha talks about so like power how to read a room how to talk and um, there was a section on um, mm-hmm. on negotiating and I had two weeks to do it but I sat down read through it and so much of Kasha's voice was just in my head and same with um, with Chris Voss as well who's 
I've been listening to his book on mm. Audible. And literally, I I love, love that, that book. book. And literally, I went on a full scale rant <laughs> on, in Word, mm -hmm. and I finished the entire thing in less than a day, and I mm. got a hundred percent mark. Wow! Well done. I'm you. very chuffed. That's amazing. I I really love Cassia's work, and I love Chris Voss's work. I think they're both authentic, and that makes the the world of difference. Yeah. Chris Voss is an ex-FBI negotiator and he um, has a group called the Black Swan Group who teaches uh, negotiation. I um, was fortunate enough to join Masterclass, which is a um, subscription service, e-learning a place where you can take courses with lots of people online, including Steve Martin has a course on comedy and uh, Judd Apatow also on filmmaking and, and lo loads of people who are just the top of their game and uh, one of the courses was negotiation with Chris Voss and his techniques for negotiation are centered around listening and active listening and empathy yes. tactical empathy but it's an authentic empathy but it's not bullshit it's really listening to the person who you're talking to to find out what it is they want behind what they're asking you or what they're telling you exactly Exactly. It, and that very much linked to Kasha's idea of yeah. find the desire behind the request. Yep. And yep. and in every complaint, there's a desire as well. Oh, yeah. It yeah. all links. And it's so interesting. It is super interesting. I can just eat up <laughs> every word that they say. <laughs> me too. I, the best thing about Chris Voss's work is it really helps me parent my children. Yeah. Because if he can, this and can negotiate with a terrorist who is about to behead somebody yeah. and to get them to stop beheading the person they're about to uh, yeah. and actually give themselves up yeah. and then thank the negotiator for the I work know. they've done. That's insane. That's amazing. Yeah. And I've had the best conversations with my children since reading that book and since putting those skills into practice with actually listening to my children and instead of me saying I think you're tired I say and it's such a simple change it seems like you're tired yeah I've taken my ego yeah. I, I say it seems like which is such a small change it is it seems like you're tired and then my child says yeah I'm feeling tired or they say no, I, I'm not tired, I'm hungry, or I'm uh, angry with Oliver, or whatever it is. They correct me, or they agree with me, yeah. and then we can carry on the conversation and get to the real root of the problem. Exactly. Whereas if I says, I think you're tired, they'll say, no, I'm not tired. Yeah. <laughs> it automatically becomes a defence exactly. thing. I really loved Chris Voss's book because the techniques were really simple to understand and implementable, if that's a word. I'm actually recommend reading and rereading that Agreed. book. Agreed. I love the idea that you're looking for the that's right moment. So apparently in a negotiation, as soon as someone says that's right, you're in. <laughs> Everyone should read that book. Too true. Too true. Yeah. So Chris Voss never split the difference. Compromise isn't a good thing because then both people end up being disappointed. I've been using it so much. It's so powerful. Have you been reading any other good books lately? Yeah. It's called, um, in fact, they've just started a podcast. It's called The Panic Years. And it's all about 
your 20s how to cope with society's yeah. expectations of what you should do in your 20s and the realities and it's just great <laughs> the expectation of children yeah. and things like that it's okay it hits home so if, if you're about to go into your 20s or you're in your 20s listen to this and read the book so inter- interesting i remember being in my 20s and having this overwhelming sense that i had to couple off at some point and reproduce there was this overwhelming kind of expectation that by the time I was 30 I should be in a stable relationship if I wasn't in a stable relationship by the time I was 27 28 that I was going to be past it by the time I was 30 (laughs) which of course is nonsense it is nonsense but there's still this overwhelming kind of pressure you put on yourself to have your life completely together by the time you're 30 and I don't know why because I know as an you know objective Mm -hmm. human being that's ridiculous. ridiculous but when I think about aging mm-hmm. and where I'm going to be next year and things like that, it, it freaks me out. So, yes, the book's called The Panic Years. I think that's a fantastic apt title for your 20s by Nell Frizzell. God, I got married when I was 21, Steph, and divorced by the, when I was 22. And then I changed my whole religion. Wow. Oh, my goodness, so much happened in my 20s. <laughs> it, was an in, it was an intense period of time. Um, I think I enjoyed my 30s more than my 20s, to be fair. Um, They were more chill. (laughs) I'm I'm just looking forward to that kind of just coasting along. I don't like being so busy that I can't think. (laughs) Your other book might help with that. What's the other book that you're reading? It's called Fuck No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck No by Sarah Knight. And it's about the art of saying no. Good. I need that in my life too. I need to say no more. Literally, just fuck no. I think she's the same person that wrote the book, um, The Simple Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Okay. But I've seen a few TED Talks by her and she's great. Okay. Before we go, I have to talk about the tea ceremony I did yesterday. I have an amazing coach called Heidi Hauer. The reason I found Heidi Hauer was because Kasha Abinia, because I was looking for podcasts with Kasha and yeah. I found a podcast that she did with yeah, Heidi. Yeah, I listened to that And one. then I listened to that. And I love that podcast so much. And I really resonated with Heidi. So I looked up Heidi and Heidi became my coach. She has a new book coming out. Actually, it's out now. It's called The Queendom Within. Oh, I love it. And it's all the um, fantasy stories about being a princess, but how to do that yourself for yourself, like how to find your own queendom within. So I am very fortunate. I was on a call with her on Valentine's Day. Yeah, how did it go? There were a few quiz competition questions during the call. And I was fortunate enough to win one of her books as a signed copy. So I'm really looking forward to receiving that. And maybe we could do a giveaway for our listeners. Oh, that's so exciting. Yes, The Queendom Within by Heidi Hauer. And through Heidi, I found this lady called Li Ying who does tea ceremonies. And she follows our <laughs> podcast page. If our right. listeners are interested to look up on our Instagram, which is the Something With Tea podcast, and look for When Stillwaters Speak. When Stillwaters Speaks? She um, organises tea ceremonies, virtual tea ceremonies. Also has a space on Facebook for disordered eating. So I've been, uh, for many, many years, I overeat. I have gone through crash diets, several crash diets since my teens. I did my first crash diet and just stopped practically eating altogether. And from that, lost a lot of weight. But that's really not good for you because I think it it sets your, um, your set weight, which whatever you're 
body naturally is supposed to be, your body wants to go back to that set, set weight. So although I lost a lot of weight, when I put weight on, I, my weight crept up a bit each time. So every time I've, I've dieted, basically lost loads of weight, put on weight again, but a little bit more. Then a loads load of weight, put on a bit and a little bit more. But I have a tendency anyway to use food as a um, substitute for for love or you know when I'm feeling lonely I tend to crave sweet things and eat too much chocolate etc it's a kind of a disordered eating I'm aware of that more aware of that now than I ever have been and one of the things I was talking about with Heidi was um, instead of in the evenings starting to snack on um, unhealthy snack food, to make space for myself to have a bit of a ceremony and have a tea, cup of tea instead, really take the effort to, to slow down and drink the tea and enjoy it and savour it and you know, make, a, make a ritual out of it. A few days later, I saw that Li Ying was holding a short course in spring for having tea ceremonies. We get one tea ceremony a week for the next uh, month or so. So I joined in. The first one was yesterday, the Dewey Path of Spring, I think it's called. It was really lovely. It's a Chinese and Oriental tea ceremony, which is influenced by Zen Buddhism. And just sitting down and having this green tea in a very ceremonial way with Li Ying as a host and explain it was so beautiful. It just gives a set of mo- time to pause and reflect and um, a bit of a meditation as well. So if you haven't ever heard of tea ceremonies, you could look up theteahut.org. They have an explanation, introduction into tea ceremonies that you can look up online. And they also sell a lot of organic teas and things. And also, um, as I said, Li Ying and her um, Instagram, when still waters speak. So really beautiful recommended stuff check it out lovely i absolutely will you know me i love anything mm-hmm. involving tea and and chill <laughs> and ceremony i love ceremony. i love it I love it but anyway thank you so much for listening to episode 10 don't be shy write to us is it something with tea at gmail.com yes tell us what you think ask us questions yes <laughs> please give us your questions thank you so much for listening everyone thank you take care everyone take care Bye.